0: You Need to Mind Your Business is a weekly conversation around the topics of digital marketing, branding, and social media intended to enlighten, educate, and inspire those with an interest in this field to skillfully mind their business, not just work in it. Let's join this week's episode of You Need to Mind Your Business. So welcome to the You Need to Mind Your Business podcast. I am your host, Tisha Holman, your favorite digital strategist, and I am so excited about today's show. So today's show is called It's All About You, and we're talking about the importance of self care for business owners. Now you all are in for a treat because I have a really awesome guest on the line to weigh in on this topic I have none other than Dr. Melanie Ross Mills. She is a life strategist, relationship and friendship expert, licensed temperament therapist, and all-around amazing lady. And I'm so excited to have Dr. Mel on the line with us to weigh in on this topic. So hey, Dr. Mel, how's it going?
1: Hi, how are you? I'm
0: doing great. I'm doing great. How you doing?
1: I'm really good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So before we get into the fun stuff of self-care for business owners, I always like to start off with a couple of fun questions for my guests. So first question, tell me what your favorite social media platform is and why.
1: I love Instagram. I love Instagram for multiple reasons. I feel, and I love Facebook too, ish, kind of. (laughs) I feel like Instagram allows people to express themselves through photographs with a little bit of copy for thoughts. And people can interject and converse. But for me, I feel like I can post on Instagram and I'm not having to constantly check back to reply. Where I feel like with Facebook, once I post, I need time to engage for a while which Mm -hmm. I also I love with Instagram. I feel like I can leave it for a little bit and come back and I don't have to be concerned about it. Mm -hmm. Don't ask Mm -hmm. me why. That's just how I feel. And I'm a picture girl. I I love learning with pictures. I think in pictures. I love talking in pictures in my head when I'm speaking with other people to describe things.
0: Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm an Instagram girl. Awesome. Okay, so tell me this. Who has been the biggest inspiration to you and why?
1: So the biggest inspiration social media wise or in my whole entire life?
0: Just in your whole entire life. Mm -hmm.
1: I have to say as far as the person that's physical person that's living that has impacted me and, and helped shape me and who I've become would be my husband. Cool. Yes. That's alive. I, I feel like he's had the biggest impact on my life as far as a human being that's living on earth.
0: Well, that's awesome. Somebody that you're on a life journey with to be mm-hmm. the one that you name is having the greatest impact that that's, that's, that says a lot. That's awesome. He's a good All man right.
1: and he doesn't let me stay the same.
0: Oh, I love that. I mm-hmm. totally love that. All right. So let's get into it. Let's dig into self-care for business owners. So, Dr. Mel, why do you think self-care is important for business owners?
1: I believe, and not just in business, in any aspect of life, and it sounds so cliche, but the better we know ourselves, the better person we will be with others, to others, and for others. That's why we need to take care of ourselves so that we have these things to offer other people. We will relate better with our employees. We will be more patient. We will be more kind. We have many more attributes and strengths that can be operating at a higher, more optimal level when mm-hmm. we are taking care of ourselves first.
0: That that, that totally makes sense. I mean, you don't, you're not operating at your highest level of efficacy if you are just worn out and burnt out and kind of stuck in the, the, the things that life can do throw at us sometimes so I love that
1: absolutely what do, you,
0: what do you think are some strategies that business owners can use to achieve maintaining a healthy work-life balance because let's face it like mm-hmm. when your business gets to a certain level I mean you get to a point sometimes where you have to schedule everything and then I think a business owner can absorb the the idea of self-care if it's something that they can be intentional about. So what you, what are some strategies that you think that they can use to get that balance?
1: Well, I love that question because I think first and foremost, taking care of themselves. So, pursuing personal growth is paramount because like I just mentioned earlier, the more that we are growing and evolving, the better we are to our employees or with our coworkers or with our bosses. So I think personal growth is first and foremost. So that means in your free time, you are taking time to fill up. You're taking time to get healing you might need. You're taking time to laugh. You're taking time to pursue hobbies. That might be a 15-minute pursuit some days where you don't have more time than you did the day before. But you're squeezing something in for yourself that brings you joy, that expands you, and that helps you grow. I feel like that's first and foremost. So after that, everything will follow. So we have our mental, our emotional, our physical, our spiritual, all these parts of us that play into our every single day, no matter where we are. So if I'm not taking care of myself mentally and I'm up all night worried about a certain situation that's going on at work. Eighty percent of that I probably can't control anyway, but I'm losing sleep over it. So it's keeping a mindful perspective of what can I control, what can I do about that, and mm-hmm. just being aware every single day that I want to have a healthy mindset, the best that I, can. I sound like I'm from the East Coast. A healthy mindset. To <laughs> have a healthy mindset, the best that I can. And so, what does that look like? And it means from day till night being aware of my thoughts, holding my thoughts captive putting them through a filter to see what can I control? What can I not control? How can My I? thoughts
0: are so important.
1: <laughs> yes, they really are. And that's part of self-care.
0: Because I think people don't realize like the things that you really meditate and focus on manifest themselves in, in your life. And, and that's good or bad. <sighs> Absolutely. Even physically, You see
1: people with gallbladder issues or, you know, even physical manifestations of the mind unhealthy mindsets that are going on in their heads. And they don't even realize it. I don't know why I said gallbladder. That sounds like I just I take that out of thin air. But we physically can manifest our mental unhealthiness.
0: But no, you know what, though? You say gallbladder, but you could have said heart disease. You could have said blood pressure. I think that that deficit of self-care and the thoughts that we're putting in and harboring stress can literally cause inflammation and issues in our body. So 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 that that
1: goes into the workplace, right? So I'm mm -hmm. sitting there at work all day. If I'm having unhealthy mindsets that are not realistic and in the way that the situation lends itself to. Cause we all can go down these rabbit holes. I, I mean, we've all done it to where by the end of the day, you know, my company's folding, I have to fire it. You know, we have the dramatic responses of everything instead of stepping back saying, okay, what can I do here? Starting with the way that I'm thinking and my belief system, which is a whole nother conversation. But and it, it all work. goes into the workplace. It, it, that is too. Absolutely. And that is the same with our emotional, our physical. Uh, if you have time to go on a walk every morning for 30 minutes before you go to work, just 30 minutes, not asking for a big jog, one mm-hmm. walk to clear your mind, it will change your day.
0: Mm-hmm Mm hmm And, you know, and I have found, too, that I've been more intentional about how I start my days, and it changes the entire trajectory of my day.
1: Yes. Yes. And honestly, which we don't give it enough credit is how we end our day. So, Mm -hmm. like, last night, I ended my day listening to a 1980s YouTube with Leo Biscaglia, which I don't even know if you know who he is. He's You know, passed away in old school on love. Okay. So So I'm an old
0: school kind of girl, but no, I haven't heard of Leo. So tell me, tell me more about
1: this. I read a lot about him in high school and back to another influence. He has been a huge influence in my life without even knowing it. And he focused on, he taught us a course at USC on love. Mm -hmm. And that's all he focused on was loving, living and learning. So ending your day with, you know, on a high note, with something that's filling your heart and your mind and your emotions. I'm moved when I'm listening to certain speeches or sermons or topics or YouTube videos or podcasts. So what are we filling our minds with and what are we starting with and what are we ending with? Oh, and I love what, it. What we go to bed thinking about the most is really what we worship. So Mm -hmm. when I'm going to bed and I'm thinking about, you know, your work, you spend more time many times with your work employees and in your work environment than your spouse or your significant other or Mm -hmm. your children. So it's a huge component to our lives. So when I'm going to bed and let's say work is is what I'm I'm worshiping, for lack of a better word, Mm -hmm. thinking about all the time, then what does that look like? is that healthy Wow how much can I control I, I, how much cannot control
0: I really like this idea because you know we always put such a great emphasis I think we we fall into this pattern of accepting societal norms and adapting into our lives and don't go out of the box on that sometimes there's a big concentration on you know morning time devotion and morning time prayer and morning exercise but I never gave thought into how I end my day and the impact that can have on the type of rest I get exactly awesome I love it
1: so true like I honestly I can't watch the news past a certain time Really that much at night because it won't let me sleep. Well, I need Mm -hmm. to put something in my mind that is peaceful, even laughter. Mm -hmm. I sleep better if I watch something funny that's lighthearted or read something or listen.
0: And and that's really great, too, because when you're a business owner, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. the pool on you can be great. And you've got to decompress at, at some point. And I think by the time you're ready to shut it down for the day and get in the bed, we really got to corral corral our thoughts and, and what we're allowing to still have airtime in our minds. So this is, right. this is great. So
1: And if um, you're... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, I just was saying... There's business owners. There are employees that are working multiple jobs. There's life is hard and life is stressful and people have to pay the bills. And so with that comes, as you're saying, there's so much stress. What can we control? We can control what we wake up and go to bed thinking about.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That 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 is awesome, and and I think that if people listening can reclaim the power of their thoughts, <laughs> that Absolutely. that's going to really just have a an effect beyond the mental, but the emotional, physical, and spiritual aspects as well. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so you have a lot going on. You, you're a speaker. You have your own podcast, um, Life Bonds. Thank you. you. Do, yes, you do Yay. a lot of amazing things um, in the community. How have you applied this in your personal life? What does Dr. Mel do to strike the balance? And then as a lady trailblazer, have you ever found yourself in a place of burnout? You're so sweet.
1: Absolutely. I found myself in a place of burnout. And one way I had just mentioned with just paying attention to what I go to bed and wake up thinking about and focused on. And the second thing that has helped me is I have to catch myself. And I just caught myself yesterday and got corrected. Life really is about us focusing outward. And it's hard, especially if you're trying to build a business, not to feel like all you're doing is focus on building your business and doing your things and, all of this, but if we back to our mind, sh- mind uh, shift, as well as our heart, move into this place of okay, I really have a lot to offer and to give. So, how can I focus on what I have to give, but at the same time, build a brand? If we move our focus to focusing on what we're giving others,
0: mm-hmm.
1: things fall into place. In my opinion, in a way that really can create this synergy between, really, it's it's the marketplace and the nonprofit coming mm-hmm. together.
0: Mhm, mhm.
1: But not, well, it and- doesn't have to be
0: hard. Well, and in theory, too, you figure that makes complete sense because the foundation of any successful business is you you identifying a problem that you're solving for your customer base, That's right?
1: That's excellent point.
0: And so if you are in a mindset where you have a set of talents and gifts in your heart that you know you want to offer to the world and you're constantly identifying ways on how you can share that gift with them, what you're saying makes complete sense.
1: Yes. And the longer you go on doing that, the more, the more real that becomes as a way of life for you, Mm -hmm. obviously you're more fulfilled or the person is more fulfilled. And the thing, it's almost like the coins fall from the sky in a more natural way because it's Uh in keeping with what you're meant to be doing Mm -hmm. and you're keeping the flow. I'm not, I'm not saying prosperity gospel at all. I'm just saying the flow keeps going because it, you're not stopping it.
0: Right. You're right. Just,
1: you are receiving and then you're giving, you're receiving, you're giving. you're receiving, you're learning, you're giving, you're receiving, you're healing, you're learning, you're giving. And it just happens to be in the workplace and mm-hmm. in the business.
0: Well, and you know, I have to say to your point about the the whole prosperity gospel, people give that, that, line of doctrine, if you will, a hard time. But if you look at some of the principles and tenets that they talk about, it's what you just said. It's about reaping and sowing and giving. Yes. Yes. And, and, and really, you know, corralling your thoughts and focusing on manifesting good stuff in your life. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's easy to, to, to kind of knock it if you get it, you know, into the money piece of it, but from a, from a, um, just a, 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 a being in control of thought Mind and and, and deed. It, yeah. it it'll change. I think how things flow in life. You know, for me, my own burnout story is, you know, I have I've I'm kind of you know consolidating things, but at one point, you know, I I always said that I'm by brandle, right? So I had mm-hmm. Tisha home in events. I was <laughs> uh,
1: I love <laughs> digital
0: it. Yeah. And then th- this side of me, the digital strategist was mind your business. And so for a while, I was trying to make both float, both boats float. And then I still had a day job because let's oh. keep it real. That's a reality for many yes. business owners. People yeah. still have to eat while they're growing yeah. their, their business. Side
1: you hustle.
0: Know? Yes. Yeah. And I was, um, actually, I just heard, um, Damon John, he said something on Instagram the other day about how while he was growing Fubu, his first, um, the clothing line that he, that made him great. Mm -hmm. Um, He was still working at Red Lobster (laughs) for like, you know, for five years or something like that. And so, you know, it's the reality for many entrepreneurs and businesses out there that while you are getting your business to the level that it needs to be to fully sustain, you know, a comfortable lifestyle, you know, you have to have medical insurance and you have to feed your kids. Period. And so, and, you know, trying to keep all of those balls above the ground out there, growing my brand, doing TV and speaking engagements, and then, you know, Mm -hmm. serving my clients, like it takes its toll on you. And after Mm -hmm. a while, I was just simply out of gas. (laughs) Simply out of gas. And I think when you get to a point when you allow, when you neglect the importance of self care and balance, then you get to a place where you're completely depleted and life has a different impact on you. So the, the things that yes. are to happen anyway, you don't respond to them the same way because you don't have any doggone energy left.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I love what you're saying because that is so true. It's so true. And and we can't negate the fact that you have to work hard in order to be successful. You have to work hard. It's not going to fall in our laps. And you have to work smart. And both of those exhaust you Mm -hmm. back to your self-care. So it really is. And back to the principle of keeping this cycle going so that you're filled up enough to get through that day doing what you are meant to do that day. Because it's exhausting if we get and we do. I mean, we humanly. It's human to have burnout, and I think it's actually an opportunity to growth, to grow when we mm-hmm. have that burnout. I Hope you added that little part out.
0: <laughs> but I love sure.
1: what you're saying about I'm trying to do the, really three jobs to reach mm-hmm. wherever you're feeling led to go. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's exhausting.
0: So, have to take care of ourselves. And when you talk about, like, what are you thinking about when you wake up and when you go to bed? For me, it's always like, I I keep a pen and paper by my bed because I literally wake up in the middle of the night with ideas sometimes and I have to get it out. And so, you know, but when I go to sleep, I'm always thinking about, you know, how can I improve something. My daughter just launched a business, right? So I, you know, my, it's not uncommon for my daughter to be with me meeting with clients. And um, she's seen and not heard with an iPad in the corner. And one day on our way home, she was like, mommy, I want to have a business like you. And I was like, okay, let's talk about it. And so So we some of her interests and everything. And, you know, she just launched a lip gloss line. So so, cool. How old is she? She's nine. So cool. And she was actually in CEO Kid, the premiere issue. Yes. That's awesome. So thank you. So you I'm You need super to send me a link that. so
1: I can get some lip gloss.
0: I will, I will. And and I'm I'm so excited for her just because mm-hmm. and, and this is in this is what I think further solidifies the importance of self care because if you're a wife, if you're a mother, mm-hmm. you know, the people around you they're watching. So my daughter was watching me. She said, I said, Well what made you want to start a business, baby? She was like, Well I watch you and and the things that you do for your clients make them happy and I want to do that for people as well. And so we can't negate the fact that they, they see the good things, but then they also absorb the not so good habits. And so true. when I so when I felt like I got to a point where I cried and burned, and I was like, okay, I'm out of gas, and I and I feel depleted. I had to really take a step back and be introspective about what am I going to do to intentionally take care of Tisha so that Tisha can do what she needs to do and still be a mom and mm-hmm. a
1: business and, you know, mm-hmm. and all
0: the things that I am. And so for me that I changed my diet, I changed my workout habits. I changed the things that I, I read and I'm more intentional yes. about the messages that I take in. And yeah. it has made a tremendous, tremendous difference.
1: That's genius. That that changes
0: everything. Mm-hmm.
1: Everything. Right,
0: Because because now I have made it, when I got to a place where I was like, okay, I cannot continue like this. I'm no good to anybody and myself. Mm-hmm. I had to do things that had a positive shift for me mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So having alignment in those areas is huge.
1: I agree. And I do think, I don't want to negate the part of, of the support system. Mm-hmm because we need other people sometimes to hold our arms up
0: even Definitely. in the
1: middle of the self-care it's like I don't even have the energy to try to take care of myself and so mm-hmm. I think having a few people that you surround yourself with that can hold your arms up and and help you breathe when you can't breathe is so well, important
0: too well, well look I'm a keep it real transparent kind of girl when you and I met I was there
1: <laughs> I was like,
0: He's going to go here or not. I'm going to go here. I'm (laughs) going to go here. Okay, you're going. When you and I met, I was at the end of the burnout road. Mm. like, And it was hitting me from all angles. And I just was done and and spent and Mm. just being so listeners to give you a little backstory, Dr. Mel and I were both featured in a magazine that was um, highlighting some of the amazing things that women uh, entrepreneurs are doing here in the Dallas area where we live. And so Dr. Mel graciously opened up her home and hosted a luncheon for all of the ladies that were featured. And it was a magical spiritual experience, Mm. like real seriously. And I think there wasn't a woman in the house that was not impacted on a heart level from that time together. And for me coming and being able to fellowship with like-minded women who are on the same path of life that I was on and be able to be vulnerable about how I was feeling. It was, it was amazing. And, and I just, I, that was the beginning of the, the beginning for me. Wow. <laughs> it's wow. Like I, Seriously, when I left your house for that meeting, this is why I wanted you to be a part of this conversation, because when I left your house after the luncheon, that was the beginning of me reclaiming me and me being wow. more intentional about what my next steps were going to be and how I was going to make the adjustments that I needed to be to be the best Tisha. And And so a support system is 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 crucial. You know, I'm from California, so... It's just my daughter and I here. And of course we have some friends and, you know, the village is growing, but I think that we have to really be purposeful about yeah. sisterhood and coming together and just letting the village hold your arms up, like you said, sometimes. So
1: I agree. I agree. That is. Wow. Wow. Isn't
0: that I know you didn't, yeah. You didn't know that, but I didn't yeah.
1: know that. I, I, sometimes you just have to sit here and, really just i sit in awe because it's so much bigger than us it's mm-hmm. life is so much bigger than us but we add to it isn't
0: that cool that our oh, lives really are used mm-hmm. and, so and I, yeah and then you know i think everything happens for a reason and i i don't think that that's cliche i think that we encounter people for seasons, reasons, and lifetimes, exactly when we're supposed to encounter them. And, you know, that day at your home was a, it was a, a God encounter. It, that was, a, wow. and, I, and I'm forever grateful for it. Um, that, that whole experience was pivotal. And so, and it's just a reminder of self-care, it, mm-hmm. how important it is to do the, the things that, the little big things that make a big difference.
1: Well, and I love that you're saying this because I really, this is for someone that's listening. That is, I remember you were saying you're hesitant to come right to the mm-hmm. lunch.
0: Yep. I almost so did. Not come.
1: <laughs> you almost did not come. And so I spoke a couple of weeks ago in Vegas and I said to a group of women, and I said, who here had a fight getting here? Who here was in a battle? And a few of the women raised their hands Those women were the women that spoke the most, that had the most light bulbs going off over their heads that were meant to be there. And so for whoever's listening, if you're feeling like you're fighting a battle to go somewhere that you feel like you might need to be or you want to go or maybe don't want to go, especially in business, because there's events that we should go to or don't need to go to. And sometimes it's a battle to go to this work thing, but maybe that's where we need to be going. Maybe we will glean or have a transition into a new season. Who knows what will happen, but I'm proud of you for fighting through, which that is self-care. Because
0: and let me you tell you through
1: how you were feeling because you knew what was best for you.
0: Right. And the rose, the whole explanation of the roses you gave us, I still have it on my mantle. I kept it.
1: That is it's so cool. <laughs> that yes, is yes, really yes. cool. And that's I mean, that is business. That I wasn't doing it for business, but it's all business related. The magazine's business related. Right. Like why do we have to compartmentalize?
0: Right. Right. The whole idea Which, I guess of it's a whole nother podcast. Right. That's right. That's right. So I'm in the digital marketing industry and yes. This world it can be very demanding just because of the nature of the work it's not 9 to 5 social media mm-hmm. is not a 9 to 5 operation especially for a large organizations to you know have to address the needs of their constituents outside of banker's hours right so um, be, you know, when you look at industries that have that high demand, you know, things with websites and email, um, systems go down, servers go down, and people have to avail themselves sometimes at the, at the detriment of family time or self care mm-hmm. to handle business and keep you know, servicing their clients at a level that is going to be, um, you know, what they want their brand to be known for. So if somebody out there who's also in my industry is, you know, listening and finds themselves in a place of burnout, how do you suggest that somebody in a very high demand industry bounce back once they've gotten to that place? Because I, well, think, I think it's a little bit different than the person who has that nine to five and can, with a little bit of time management and priorities yes. and can figure it out. But when you have a job that's beyond the scope of business hours, I think you have to approach it differently. So, what do you think?
1: Well, I, and I've quoted this before, I, everyone says, oh, balance, you know, you need to balance everything. I don't, I really don't think there's balance in life. I think there's priorities. So, mm-hmm. When you are an owner of a company, you have so much pressure, so much responsibility. Like you're saying, if you are, it's midnight and a server crashes, you have to learn how to deal with everything that's coming with people worry. I mean, all of it. So you Mm -hmm. have the practical component to it, right? Mm -hmm. And so then you have to go, okay, what are my priorities? Just even in this situation, how do I prioritize? step one, step two, step three. So hopefully you have, I call it pre-teaching. Hopefully you've pre-taught yourself through certain scenarios, crises that you can walk yourself through. So there's a little bit of a, of a plan. Then -hmm. you have the unpredictable component of people. That's always fun. Oh yes. (laughs) I mean, you're, that's never going to change, but I, I, I do know some people that own some companies and I'm sometimes shocked that they're shocked at their employees responses. And sometimes I'm still shocked at their employee's responses, but why are we shocked? They're people, mm-hmm. they're human people that have their own stuff going on and they might not even be thinking about controlling their responses to you. So you're going to have that in itself. And to me, for me outside of the practical way of, of handling a crisis or a situation looking at the people as as human not taking it personally even their responses to you because that can contribute to burnout very fast in my Mm -hmm. opinion because Mm -hmm. it beats you down and it wears you out so if we can separate ourselves from their responses to not take it personally but still with all due respect we listen and we Mm -hmm. learn and we acknowledge and we value who they are and what they're bringing us or what we're dealing with. But separating it from taking it personally, I feel like can be a little bit of a bumper from a faster burnet that might happen, mm-hmm. especially even with rejection or proposals, or we're not getting these jobs that we're wanting. Oh, All of that yes. contributes mm-hmm. to wearing us down. Mm-hmm. So boundaries and separating and saying, you know what, that isn't about me. And it doesn't determine who I am. It doesn't affect my identity. So if I can separate that, almost like a little bit of a shield, but not Mm -hmm. a cold hearted shield or like you don't care, but it's a practical way of looking at it as that is my priority. That is gonna be in essence my balance because that's my priority. And so putting in these little strategies, but we're going to get burnout because we're not robots. Yeah. But then it's like what we do with that. So we can back up and go, okay, what do I need to learn from this? Always Mm -hmm. learning opportunities and burnout, doing Mm -hmm. things for ourselves with prioritizing. I don't know how you'd get to balance if you're owning a company. So you're prioritizing what you need to do first to take care of yourself. And your family, then your employees and your customers. I know it sounds yeah. so, I'm making it sound very much more simple than it is, but no, we but, do complicate it.
0: Well, I was going to say, I think that that is the, the, the ultimate point that of the conversation is that self-care does not have to be complicated. Self-care doesn't have to be a trip to the Maldives. Right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> that, yes. We think, okay, I need to go on a sabbatical for six weeks.
0: Now, no, sometimes ma'am. we do, yeah. but
1: most of us don't have that luxury. So what, right. how, what can I do it today? And I right, start with right. when I wake up and go to bed thinking about,
0: right, right. Sorry. I keep and, going. No, no, I, I was going to say, and I love the fact that, you know, I think, like I said, sometimes we we overcomplicate what self-care can mean. You know, sometimes it may just be eating a favorite food or a favorite dessert or taking mm-hmm. yourself to a movie or yes. a spa treatment or just a nap. Take a nap.
1: Um, a nap in the middle of the day. Someone told yes. me yesterday they sat on their bed because it's been raining, so they work from home. Mm-hmm. And they sat there and they fell asleep. <laughs> and they woke up with drool like on their mouth, and their husband came home, or so whoever came home or came in or whatever it was. And they're like, oh my goodness, what just happened? Like, they would yeah. never fall asleep during work. And they're rejuvenated because they have a 30 minute nap. Mm-hmm. It's though I, I've really started enjoying like painting my nails. Yes. Don't ask me why, but I, it's something that's become a little hobby. It's something that I look forward to doing is just sitting there doing my nails. I don't know why.
0: Those the, little things. Those little things, let me tell you, my my thing that is my point of decompression for the day is Perry Mason at night. Ah! <laughs> I love Perry Mason. I love Perry (laughs) Mason. Okay, now
1: I'm going to have to watch Perry Mason.
0: Yeah, he comes on at 30. And, of course, we know it is the same script with a different cast every episode, but I don't care. Perry Mason is my guy, and I watch it. that's
1: awesome. (laughs) You know, mine's King of Queens. Oh, yes, yes. Have you seen King of Queens? Uh, Kevin James, I just can't get enough
0: of him. He just makes me happy. Yeah. It's the little
1: things. Perry Mason and
0: Kevin James. See, there we go. Well, let me tell you, Dr. Mel, I think my favorite nugget from our time today is that there's no balance in life. There's just priorities. I love that. I well, love Well, That's
1: it. my opinion. I know everybody I, else talks about balance, but I have yet to see it. But when y'all find it, tell me.
0: Well, and here, and you better patent it and trademark it and everything else because I think for for the entrepreneur who's really focused on elevating the work mm-hmm. that they do and the people yeah. that they serve, that you never really do strike that balance. You just have to learn to prioritize well and, right. and do what you can when you can. And there's going to be some days where the business might get 60% of you and the other Life, other side of life might get forty percent, and then there are days when you know the mm-hmm. personal matters. You know the pendulum may swing, and, and the, yes. those percentages may deviate. But ultimately, you're never going to be able to give yourself to everything at once. You just have to figure out, okay, today, what what do I have to do? Exactly. And friend.
1: that's what your daughter. You know how you were talking about your daughters watching you. Or our children are watching us. People are watching us. Mm-hmm. That's what they're watching. They're watching our priorities, not our balance. Oh, I love it. I love and it. And that's that's it, it's awesome. And that's what we watch. I watch people's priorities.
0: Mhm. Yep, totally. Well, this has been an awesome awesome conversation. And Dr. Mel, I appreciate you so much for taking the time oh, to join thank me. You to talk about self-care and share some, some pearls of wisdom with my audience. And I know that anybody that has heard our conversation today is going to walk away from it a little better and a little stronger and a little wiser about how they approach self-care and their business. So you're so wonderful. I'm
1: honored to be here and I'm excited to see everything that happens afterwards.
0: Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of you need to mind your business join us next week Alrighty, bye-bye thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of you need to mind your business join us next week for another exciting episode in the meantime let's be social find us on facebook instagram and twitter using the handle at mind your biz llc until next time